Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Welcome back once again to the Corner of Truth and Courage. Folks, I'm going to suspend talking, going through the lessons, plans that I've been doing with you here for the last couple of weeks. We'll return to it again shortly, but I want to weigh in on what happened with the Supreme Court. Of course, this leak that was revealed by Politico appears to be accurate, that it looks like that our high court here in America is going to be overturning abortion in this country. The Roe v. Wade ruling back in 1973 made it possible for abortions to be carried out here in these United States. And of course, we as Christians who, because of the teaching of God's Word, value human life, every human life, to give dignity to it, whether it's of life that's of a rich person, a poor person, no matter what color of skin that they come from, we are all part of God's race, God's human race. And and even the unborn, have uh, they have a right. The Bible makes it very, very clear that we're fearfully and wonderfully made. Even, that, even while we were in our mother's womb, he knew us. And that we're marvelously, marvelously made. It's important that we uphold the sanctity of all life. It's a biblical principle. And so this, just because a group of men make a ruling doesn't make it moral. It was an immoral law. And thankfully, our country it seems as if we're going to be reverting from that. Now, this is not going to stop all abortions. I believe that the ruling still will allow abortions up to 15 weeks. But you can see very clearly, you know, there, there was a time that said, well, what if it's just a, you know, a woman that's been raped and, 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 and all the pain of having a child to continue the pain of such a terrible act? There are some arguments that sound compelling, but the fact is, is that the child that's being born had committed no crime, had done no wrong, and removing its life, the opportunity of its life, is what is wrong in this. And uh, But now, there was a time perhaps you could argue, well, we don't know what that is there in the beginning days and weeks and stuff. Well, we know very, very, very well the development of that child from the embryo to birth. And we, we can see the marvelous work of of God. And uh, I don't know how many weeks it is. It's a very short time before there's even a heartbeat that's there. And so we know very, very well. And, and they've shown their true colors because now they're even saying, well, we even think it should be permitted to end the baby's life even after it's born if the mother so chooses. It shows you the, the wickedness, the vile, evil wickedness that's in the hearts 
of many people here in our country. So now that this ruling that's been leaked is likely to unfold and likely going to come to pass, I want to weigh in on some thoughts on this here. Number one, I don't think this argument will be over just because the court has ruled. The left has made it very, very clear that they're going to fight this tooth and nail. They're going to try to pass in Congress, in the Senate, laws to permit the killing of babies in this country to continue it. And this is a huge decision here of our court. Many of us praise it. Many here in this country condemn it there. But I have uh, uh, some thoughts that I'd like to share. Mother's Day is coming up this weekend. And I believe there are many mothers in America that have great shame and great guilt that they carry. Women who had abortions. Some have probably never discussed it. Some probably had abortions and never even shared it with their future husbands. A situation when I was a youth pastor, we had a you know young couple who had gotten sexually active there and she got pregnant. She was in my youth department. No one knew about this until after some things had unfolded, but um, uh, she tried to commit suicide because she was under an enormous amount of guilt for what she had done. Uh, her boyfriend paid for her to have an abortion because, you know, she was only uh, 16. Her life would have changed dramatically to have had a, a baby at that age. She felt so much guilt for killing her own baby. She tried to, you know, kill herself. And it just shows the classic situation that sin, you know, is it takes you farther than you want to go, and it will cost you more than you'll ever want to pay. And, um, and there's an enor- enormous amount of women, mothers in our country, who know their mothers and know what they did and have a tremendous amount of guilt over it. I want to say to those mothers, maybe you're listening to this broadcast, and this stuff just kind of cuts to your heart and brings a lot of pain, and a lot of times you don't even want to listen to it because of the heartache. I always want you to know God can forgive, and God will forgive, but he can only forgive those who ask for it and confess and come to God for forgiveness. And maybe you're out there, maybe you're that kind of a person who has struggled with this guilt. Remember, no matter your sin, God's provision at the cross was enough to even pay for even your sin. But I want to say something to the women out there who are so um, you know, determined for their right to have abortion. Some of them just have so much hate in their heart, and some of their guilt is just turned to hate and evil. It's unnatural to kill your baby. It really is. It's unnatural. Isaiah forty nine fifteen says, Can a woman forget her suckling child that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? The son of her womb. Um, it's, a, it's a natural thing that God gives to a mother. And for a, a, a mother to to grow in so much disdain, it comes only 
from something beyond them, and that's the devil himself. It's pure evil and wickedness that has captured their life. In Matthew chapter 23, verse 37, shows us the the natural instinct, even amongst animals, the natural instinct to save their children. Jesus said this as an expression. You know, he was speaking to, Old Jerusalem, Old Jerusalem, um, you know, I would have gathered you to me as a hen gathereth her chickens under her wings, and ye would not. The, the idea and the expression, I mean, you, you, you've you seen it and heard of it there. You know, if there's danger, a fire or something there, a hen, and, and, and I can testify to this uh, uh, from my father's testimony. I don't know, many, many, many years ago when he was a young preacher, he had a, a farmer in his church, and they had a, a fire that went through uh, uh, their barn, and he was there the very next day, and literally there were hens who had burned to death, but you removed the, the, the bird, the hen above there, and underneath the wings were chickens alive, little chicks still alive. The mother gave and sacrificed her own life. That's the natural tendency to save their children. And here we have this evil that has crept into the some of the women of our nation. Remember uh, Solomon, the wisdom of Solomon, what made him so wise, uh, you know, his renown, his wisdom so renowned. The two mothers uh, arguing over who's a baby, a live baby was was theirs. One one of the mothers had lost her her infant uh, during the night, and uh, and she takes the other baby to claim it as hers, and claiming that it the dead child belongs to the other woman. And then the king gets involved, and he calls for a a sword to cut the baby in two. And then the real mother steps up and said, "No, yeah, let let her let this other woman have the baby." She was willing to let an evil woman raise her own child. But it would only, even if it though meant to spare the life of her child, and that revealed the true mother uh, there. That's the natural instinct, and you know these arguments: my body, my choice. Really, that didn't apply during COVID, did it? You know the liberals have so many doubled standards uh, to their arguments. You know, well, my body, my choice. Well, no, it's not just your body. That's the problem. There's another body that's involved. I think Ronald Reagan said it very well. He said, as for abortion, there is one individual that is not being considered at all, and that is the one who's being aborted. And I've noticed that everyone who is for abortion has already been born. Convenient for them, uh, you're already born. Um, You know, and, and... the one that we're not considering, my body, my choice. No, it's not your body. There's another body inside your body, and that's the one we're trying to protect. You did have a choice back when you were getting pregnant. That's when you should have done something. And also, too, about the pandemic and COVID, it also shows the double standard of liberals. They want us to follow the science there but they don't want us to follow the science about the baby that's inside them you know there's so many double standards here before we close let me weigh in on another thought on this area of abortion 
and I know I'm not dealing a lot with the scripture. I'm just kind of sharing with you some, just some thoughts that are in my mind about all this. The same morals that support abortion, those who give arguments, moral arguments for abortion, are the very same morals of people that supported slavery and that supported Nazism. Follow my thinking here. Those who supported slavery looked at blacks and classified them as not real people, as subhuman. Therefore, to kill them or to mistreat them is not wrong because they're not real people, so therefore killing them is not murder. And by the way, we can credit uh, the, you know, the founder of evolution, Charles Darwin, for that in 1971 in his book, Descent of Man. He referred to the black man as less evolved, savage, and therefore less human. Also, Nazis, they did the same thing with Jews. They classified them as less than human, subhuman, therefore killing them is not murder. That's exactly what the liberals are doing when they look at the unborn. They classify them as a fetus, as subhuman, therefore it is not murder. It's the same morals. It was evil. When we did it with slavery, it was evil when we did it when it was done with Nazism, and it is evil today when we do it with the unborn. And I'm thankful that our high court is overturning this ban. The Bible said it this way in Proverbs chapter 6. There are six things that God hates, the seven is an abomination. The third on that list is those who shed innocent blood. Killing of the unborn is shedding of innocent blood, and God hates it, and God cannot bless a country that practices it. That's going to be it for today. Join us again tomorrow at the Corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.